Hello and welcome to Kaleidoscope Teen Magazine. We are a magazine made for and by girls of color. Today we are interviewing our girl of the month for our fifth issue, Josie. Josie is a junior in high school at the Burley School in New York City. She's the founder and executive director of Black Students Demanding Change. And I'm so excited to have her here with me today to talk about this organization, which I think is very much needed. Alrighty, so hi Josie, how are you today? I'm well, thank you. How are you? I'm doing well. Um, I'm really excited to have you here. You've created something truly amazing and I would love to learn more about it. Um, so what is Black Students Demanding Change and what drove you to create it? Yeah, so Black Students Demanding Change is a coalition of um, over 50 students from um, over 20 independent schools throughout um, the New York and DMV areas. And we work to create um, racially equitable reform within our schools by um, amplifying Black voices and partnering with our administrations at schools. And I created it because um, in light of um, so much like ongoing police brutality and um, kind of the outrage that happened after um, George Floyd, Breonna Taylor, Ahmaud Aubrey's deaths, as well as like the servicing of like a lot of pain that Black students have been experiencing at their independent schools through like Black ad accounts on Instagram. Um, there was this big um, group chat of like 150 um, or so Black students from New York City independent schools created by my friend Shira. And through that, I started realizing that a lot of the problems that we were um, experiencing in our independent schools were not unique to any one school. And I felt like there could be a really powerful um, movement that we could create by demonstrating the need for a new standard of racially equitable reform at schools across New York or even the entire country. So is that what really like triggered um, BSDC? Um, or was this something that you had in mind for a while and you kind of like had the opportunity to make it now? No, I actually came up with it like on a whim when I was like reading through the group chat. I was like, we need to take all this energy that we're channeling into connecting with each other and like take care of ourselves, of course, and like get ourselves emotionally through this moment, but channel that energy and that passion towards something that will like improve our lives at our schools and um, the lives of students to come after us. So it happened like kind of in that moment. I really like that. Um, what has been BSDC's accomplishments so far? Yeah, so we have, um, reached out and connected, done networking and outreach to um, students, teachers, administrators, um, alums, parents, families at um, all of our schools in order to create um, a set of demands. And we've sent those out to our schools and they've been accepted at, I wanna say 13 schools. Um, and those schools are working to start implementing them. And we're currently working to continue recruiting schools and sending out our demands and um, implement them across the board. We've also had like a conference, um, which we held virtually this earlier this month. And um, 
we've created a social media platform that's amassed like over 3,000 followers. So um, right now we're just really working to continue engaging with their followers and do um, recruitment and spread our message. What are those demands and how did you guys come up with them? Sure, so our demands um, fall under an acronym, BSDC CARES. CARES stands for Culture, Accountability, Representation, Education, and Support. And those are the five areas within which we'd like to see um, reform in terms of like anti-racism at our schools. So culture is like, we wanna see our schools commit to fostering environments that care about anti-racism. Um, accountability, we want to see our schools hold themselves accountable about um, making their schools more inclusive and also hold community members accountable for um, problematic actions. Representation is about um, seeing ourselves reflected in both the student body, but also the faculty body and in leadership positions like from the board level all the way down to um, the student body. Education is about reforming curriculum and pedagogy so that it's more holistic and representative of um, various different cultures, not just like Black identities, not just affirming and celebrating of Black identities, but uh, of um, all the beautiful different cultures and identities that have shaped our world history and um, literature and just um, contributed to the development of our world. And then support is about um, supporting Black students, but also supporting Black faculty, Black families, and really providing resources to make sure students feel included and families and teachers, um, and also providing opportunities for um, faculty and staff to have mentorship and growth opportunities at their schools and making sure that um, all Black community members feel included and supported at their schools. I really, really love that. And I wish I had something like that when I was at Chapin. Um, but I think it's really great that you guys are bringing it to the schools now so we can implement that change. Um, I know that there's different like committees and groups within BSDC. What are those and what are their roles? Okay. So there are five main committees. There's executive committee, which is made up of me, the executive director, the deputy director who kind of, she's in the grade below and she will um, hopefully be becoming like the executive director once I graduate. And then we have the chairs of all the different committees um, and we work together to kind of lead the organization and do like organization and um, leadership stuff. And then there's social media, which runs our Instagram platform and works on our website. We have the writing committee, which has worked on drafting the demands and um, they work on like all official documents that BSDC sends out. Publicity and outreach does networking, outreach, recruitment. And within publicity and outreach, there are three like smaller pods. Um, the logo team, which is working on redesigning a new logo. Um, the event committee, which worked to plan our first annual conference, and um, the merch team. So hopefully um, we'll be releasing merch sometime um, to help with fundraising for BSDC. And then there's the treasury committee, which works to just manage all of our funds. Um, how many schools, or not how many, like how receptive have the schools been um, towards the BSDC demands and implementing those changes? Yeah, so 
BSTC, I think our name, Black Students Demanding Change, um, we really wanted to couple that, um, the sense of urgency that like demand has in the title with like a sense of partnership and warmth. So like there's the urgency, like this is important, this needs to get done, but also we're here to partner with you and um, like work with you to implement these demands. So I think overall, like that way of framing the work that we're doing has been pretty successful. And I would say it started off like with a few main schools like coming on and really accepting the demands really quickly. The first schools to accept were like Trinity and Horace Mann. And um, then schools kind of started trickling onto the list and um, it gradually just got longer and longer. So um, I'd say overall um, schools have been pretty receptive and now it's just a matter of making sure that like the next steps go well, which will be like actually implementing the demands at schools because commitment um, is the first step, but then actually like implementing those demands and then like getting feedback on how they're working in the community and if it's enough and how people are feeling like that is going to be like that's going to take a long time and that requires like a lot of effort on our parts and on the parts of our schools um have there been like any negative responses and how would you deal with them or how are you dealing with them negative responses i'd feel i i would say like the responses have overall been really positive i think like i've heard not personally but through the grapevine that there were like some administrators or like board members who were a little bit like uncomfy with the word demanding and um to those people i would say like we chose that word i explained this earlier like because of the sense of urgency that it conveys and i think demand is fair in the in these circumstances we need to demand like our schools to show accountability and upholding their mission statements of like creating better student bodies and like educating their students to be like global leaders. I think that's like a common theme across um, our school's mission statements. And I think demanding our schools to kind of do better and like uphold that um, is fair. Yes, definitely, I agree. Um, how many students are a part of BSDC? So the New York chapter, um, it's definitely over 50. <laughs> the number is always changing, so I don't know the exact number, but I think it's in the 50s range. Um, I heard that you had your first BSDC annual conference. Um, how was that and what did you accomplish? Yeah, so we had um, 200 attendees and the theme was um, activism in the new normal and um, we talked about how we could go from kind of social media activism posting infographics reposting them kind of posting black squares on your instagram feed to actually showing up and speaking up um, in your communities and so it was really wonderful to see um, there are members of like attendees of all different races, backgrounds, there were students, teachers, parents, and it was a really wonderful way to like put in, put names to faces or put faces to names actually. We'd seen like who was interacting with their content on social media, but to actually see people's faces and connect with them, have dialogue with them was really wonderful. And it started to give BSDC like a kind of sense of community that went along with like all this work that we were doing. So 
it was really wonderful and hopefully it will become an annual event. In the future, after um, COVID, do you see other conferences happening like in person? Yeah, hopefully we'll be able to have them at schools, like schools could take turns hosting them. Um, the only issue that presents is that now, since we've gone national, that would only like kind of limit it to people within like a driving range to those schools. So we'll still be figuring out the logistics of like, does it make sense for each chapter to have its own conference or should we have like a virtual conference so that like people from all different chapters can show up? So I think um, time will tell, but I think it would be really amazing to have an in-person event. Um, how is BSDC reaching beyond New York independent schools? I know you mentioned that there's a national and DMV. So how are those um, groups working? Yeah, so we recently launched um, BSDC National on Instagram, which will just kind of be keeping track of all the different chapters that are popping up throughout the nation. So um, that kind of will just be like the home base for BSDC across the nation. And then BSDC New York will focus on New York-based um, activism. And then recently BSDC DMV was launched. So that, um, it stands for DC, Maryland, Virginia. So um, students from independent schools in that area um, have launched and begun working on sending out our demands, which is so exciting. And I'm so excited about the BSDC DMV team there an amazing group of students and I've really enjoyed connecting with them. And um, so yeah, we currently have two chapters, but um, a New England chapter, a Northeast and a California chapter are all in the works and should be launching sometime this fall. Um, so soon we'll have five chapters across the country. That's really amazing. Um, how can students get involved in BSDC? So if you're a Black student, you can go to our website, blackstudentsdemandingchange.org. Um, at the top of the page, it says join our team. You can fill out a little interest form and we'll get back to you about um, plugging in and getting involved representing your school. Or you could also DM us on Instagram. Um, if you're in the DMV area, DM BSCC DMV. And if you're in the New York area, DM BSCC New York. Um, and in terms of like, teachers and administrators, they can reach out to BSDC and um, talk to us about how to get involved if like their school is not already a BSDC school, but if their school um, is, then they can talk to the BSDC reps from their community. And if you're um, a non-Black student who wants to support BSDC, I would say the number one ways to get involved would be like to really interact with us and amplify our platform on social media, um, show up for us, serve on like anti-racist committees that your school um, will be creating as a result of BSDC's demands. And um, if you are a like non-Black member of like a marginalized identity, um, we're holding a new project called um, BSDC in Solidarity and Partnership. So that's a way for us to connect with um, students of other marginalized identities and kind of talk with them about um, solidarity, showing up for each other and learning about um, what projects they're doing in their communities. So that will be a really great way to um, connect with them. How do you see BSDC growing in the future? So uh, 
obviously the chapters, once those five launch, um, will be significantly bigger, but then hopefully we'll be able to start more chapters within like the central states, the southern states, and all across the nation. Um, and I also envision us growing by working with the coalitions that our independent schools are part of. For example, all New York independent schools are part of NISIS, the New York State Association for Independent Schools. And um, we're currently speaking with them about figuring out how BSDC can create synergy with the work that they're doing. And hopefully by working with the coalition that all independent schools are part of, we'll really be able to amplify our message to change makers within um, that coalition. And then um, hopefully even further in the future, we'll be able to do that on a national level by working with the national coalition that all schools are part of, um, the National Association for Independent Schools. Um, have you faced any difficulties while starting BSDC? And if so, how did you overcome them? Sure. I would say I have such a passion for BSDC that I can kind of get lost in that work and forget about other things. So over the summer, that was okay because um, I didn't, like I had a couple other responsibilities. I had to study for like subject tests and I had a few other like internships and projects, but like spending like 10, 20 hours on BSTC in a given week was not a problem. And now like kind of adjusting to the school year and realizing that like, I need to figure out how we as an organization can maintain momentum while prioritizing like my own self, like my mental health, like self care, but also like my education. Those three things are like a priority over BSDC and kind of figuring out how to adjust those. Like, I feel like I've made progress on that, but still figuring it out. I definitely felt that like with my um, Kaleidoscope Teen Magazine, I could just spend hours and hours working on it. And I forget my schoolwork, the studying I have to do and like everything else. Um, so I've been definitely trying to find that balance too, of like maintaining it and also like my mental health and school because I'm a freshman in college. And so that transition has been a bit difficult. So I've been trying to work that out too. So I definitely feel you on that one. Yeah, absolutely. Um, what do you wish you had known when you started out? I wish I had known what an incredible source of joy and community this would be for me. Not only am I like encouraged and excited about like all the work that we're doing, but at the end of the day, like the community that I found within this group, I think this is like the largest group of like black students that I've like communicated with on like a regular basis. And just to feel that sense of warmth, community, like fraternity that I've experienced with um, the students in that group has been like life changing for me. And I'm so grateful for that community. Uh, what has been most surprising about your journey with BSDC? Hmm. Surprising. Maybe just how willing schools and people and just communities are to how accepting they've been of us, supportive um, of our work. And I think like it all happened so fast. Like we've only been around for. Uh, a few months and 
the momentum, the support we've had, the positivity um, we've received has been just like incredible. I expected to do some things to have like, I don't know, I was unsure about the success we'd have, but um, just like the warmth with which we've been received by kind of the independent school community has been overwhelmingly positive. Uh, what has been your most like proud moment since you started PSDC? My most proud moment. Hmm. I wouldn't even say it was like, oh, we're at 13 schools now. Like, I don't think that was my proudest moment. I think like at, sometimes I'll just like be in a moment and I'll like, it might be during a meeting. It might be like on a FaceTime call with BSDC members and I'll be like, wow, like, I feel like I started a revolution like this is incredible and I think like it happens in little moments it's not like milestones that we reach in terms of like numbers and like data that we're collecting but more just like little moments where I feel like I I kind of get so caught up in the work that I'm doing that I forget to like step back and look at the big picture and appreciate my accomplishments so I think like the conference was a moment like that um and just like little little moments um, what have you learned about yourself during this process? Um, I have learned, um, I feel like it's really boosted my, my confidence and my, my confidence, my leadership abilities. I think like I've learned that, I've learned that I can do anything. I feel like I, whatever the, like the quote, like, be the change you want to see in the world. I feel like this has been an for like, I did that, we did that, obviously. It's such a community effort. And it just gives me so much hope and confidence that like, I can be the change that I want to see in the world. And um, obviously like this, probably this won't be a career for me, but like whatever I do, whatever I end up doing when I grow up, like I know that I will be able to be the change that I want to see in the world. And um, that's been really, amazing for me. Um, if you could change one thing about your independent school experience, what would it be? Well, I'd love to make a BSCC Academy <laughs> so that I can see all like the BSCC team every day, but um, more realistically, hmm, I'm not quite sure. I feel like I, I, channeled all the changes I'd want to see into the demands. So kind of just like waiting for those to pan out and see those implemented at our schools um, will give me a sense of um, if there's anything else I'd want to change. But I, th I feel like I kind of channeled everything that I wanted to see like into that document. I like that. Um, what other organizations and things are you involved with? Sure. So I am um, kind of on the social justice and like affinity side of things. I am a member of my school's Umoja, which is a Black affinity space, and also the co-head of Big Sister, Little Sister, which is a space for students of color to experience mentorship at my school. So um, it's available for like all the way to the little itty bitty kindergartners to like the seniors, um, and it provides a space for us to discuss identity and form. Um, community so that's been really wonderful leading that 
Um, but completely separate from that world is my work um, in the climate world. So I have become really passionate about climate policy. So I have worked for an organization called Our Climate, which um, equips young people with the tools to um, fight climate change. So I started as a field representative and then um, had a fellowship this summer and now I am a field advisor so I'll be advising like students on how to get involved with the climate movement and so I've like met with elected officials and I've studied policy and um, it's really like given me um, a passion for environmental justice and environmental policy. Um, what advice would you give your younger self? Um, maybe just, just do what you want to do. I know that's like so simple, but like, if you're feeling drawn to a certain area, like it doesn't matter what other people think, just like if you feel compelled or empowered or driven to start something, like get involved in a club, do a certain activity, um, just try everything and, um, Follow what makes you happy and brings you joy. And this is the last question. It's kind of like a fun question. If you could have one superpower, what would it be? Uh, I've thought about this before. Um, I would, I'm not sure if this counts as a superpower, but um, to be able to speak every single language and dialect in the world would be so cool. I think that would be a superpower um, because it like unlocks the pool of people I can communicate with to like a cup, like maybe 1 billion to 8 billion. And um, I feel like that'd be so cool. That would be really, really cool. I've never thought of that as a superpower before, but that'd be really cool. Um, so how can others stay up to date with you and BSDC? You can plug your social media accounts and websites and stuff like that. Yeah, so you can check us out on um, blackstudentsdemandingchange.org. Um, and then follow BSDC National on Instagram, as well as BSDC New York and BSDC DMV. I know we have a lot of Instagram accounts. And if you have any personal questions for me or you want to DM me to join the team, my Instagram is Josie Helm, um, J-O-S-E-E-H-E-L-M. All right, thank you so, so much for coming on and talking with me today. I had so much fun learning about you and BSBC, and I'm so excited to see what you all do in the future. So thank, thank you for having me. This is great. So I want to thank you all so much for listening or watching. You might be watching this on YouTube, listening to us on our podcast, or even watching or listening to this on our online magazine. This is going to be available on YouTube, Apple Podcasts, um, Spotify, and anywhere really that you can listen to podcasts. So thank you so much for tuning in. Don't forget to follow Kaleidoscope Teen at Kaleidoscope Teen on Instagram, at Kaleidoscope TM on Twitter, um, on our Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Um, don't forget to check us out and subscribe to our online magazine so you can receive more information for when we release new content. Um, don't forget to follow Josie and BSDC on Instagram and look at their website as well. Everything will be linked down below. Um, 
So check out our online magazine so you can receive all of those links. So please stay up to date with us on all our social media accounts. And if you want to join our team or submit to an issue, just click the join our team tab um, on our online magazine and it'll give you all of the information. We're always looking for new members. So don't be shy to submit something to um, KTM. Thank you so, so, so much again for tuning in and I'll catch you later. Bye.